Blog Talk Radio. Matt and Gar, that's talk W Matt and letter N 
M-A-N-D-A-R-R. You can probably just type in Talk W Met and it'll show up. Yeah. And then uh so you hit us on Twitter, let us know what you think. We're having a debate right now. Uh we want you guys to weigh in. Uh do you guys want us to try to keep the cursing to a minimum? Or do you want us to uh put the cursing on the air? And uh Gary and I have been uh fighting about that, so we're gonna leave it to the listeners. So if you guys love I'm us on the know, side, I think it's okay to drop an F bomb now and again. Obviously you don't want to overdo it and sound like one of those tools who are trying to force it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a spoiler alert. The reason why we're doing this is we just got a soundboard started. Well, with the theme music. And uh, Gary wants a bunch of Joe Pesci quotes. And uh, Joe Pesci just isn't the same if you can't, if you can't curse. So. Not. Anybody who watches his movies will agree with that. Absolutely. All right, well, let's get into it. Um, really, really slow week in Philadelphia sports. Although um, last Sunday wasn't bad. Uh, getting to watch uh, the Phillies and uh, Masters play. Let's start off with the Phillies. Um, Phillies, three and four. What do you think, Gary? I think that's a pretty good start. I mean, I think I mentioned last week I thought they were going to go over the 68 and a half wins that Vegas was offering. Um, I know it's early in the season, but listen, besides the fact that they can't hit and they can't bunt, three and four, I'll take it. Oh, my God, I'd absolutely take it. Um, They got some pitchers who just showed up out of nowhere. Aaron Harang's pitching like it's – well, he's pitched. He's not pitching. He's pitched. Well, yeah, he's pitched like it's 2005. Actually, that's not true. Last year, he no one realizes it, but he led the league in um in uh, quality starts. So that that's actually a fact. Is that a real? Statistic? That's a real statistic. Last there you year, go, fans learning this for the first time. I, they said it on the Phillies broadcast. I couldn't believe it. I had to look it up. But yeah, he actually led last year led the league in quality starts. I couldn't believe they got him as cheaply as they got him. Um. Probably because he trended downward at the end of the season, but it looks like the summer's rest gave his arm uh, uh, a healthy uh, jolt. So, uh, hey, yeah, listen, I hope he keeps it up. You me know, too, trade bait. Trade, yeah, trade <laughs> bait, exactly. This team, Roberto Hernandez, number this two. Team, this team's not going to win by hitting the ball out of the ballpark. It's not 2008. So, for this team to win, it's going to come down to pitching, defense, steal a base, hit a runner over. You would think bunt, which leads me into my topic. Team camp and watching the last couple games has to notice that I don't even I don't even do the just a tragedy it is to watch a Philly try to put a bump down. Well, yeah, but having said that, your boy Jimmy Rollins isn't that great at putting down bumps. Jimmy Rollins isn't even bump the ball because he always hit with line drives oh. all over the field. Yeah, like the warning track where they get caught. Yeah, or <laughs> or down the line and then turn it into a triple. But back to the bumping. <laughs> yeah, you had about five of those a year. Well, five more than anybody can have in a season. Oh, that's not true. Who's going to hit a triple this year? Uh, Revere's got a shot at the end of the Yeah, Revere's fast. Um, Adrubio Herrera can hit the triple. What's he have? One or two hits? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the last game, honestly. But yeah. he had two hits going into that, but he had game winner already. Yeah, he did have the game winner. That was, that was first the first hit ever. Was it like five games in? Yeah, absolutely. But I'll take Beautiful. it. Beautiful. I'm telling you, that guy's going to be a player. Who I you, hope so. Who are you looking out for this year? On the Phillies? Yeah. Ruben Amaro, what moves he's going to make come this season? <laughs> you, you mean Pac Phillips? Or Pac Phillips, even better. We we know that Ruben's not in control of anything. At least, God, I hope not. I mean, I mean, obviously, once Franco comes back, you want to see what Franco could do. He was the big prospect last season. 
What's you want to see if Cody Ashley, he's been hitting well the last couple games. You yeah, Ash, keep it up. Ashley's been hitting over 400. I can't believe that. I mean, it's such a, big, it's such a small sample size considering the season just started. I know, but, but he had a 3-for-3 three three game. I never thought he was even capable of that. I think he had a 4-for-4 four four last year, didn't he? He did. He had nine three games last year. Yeah, but, so you just want to see if he can develop into some kind of hitter. Yeah, if he can develop. If he play, I'm telling you, if he can play every... Is there a chance that Crawford comes up this year? Uh, yes, in September. Um, if there's... If, if a player on a rookie contract can start every day, play solid defense, hit 250, even with moderate power, 10 home runs or so, they're automatically helping the team because they save a lot of money. Right, because of the contract. But having said that, you want to see the development grow. You don't want to just look at the contract and, and have him justify the contract. You want him to exceed the expectations. I don't mind. If I don't mind. Cody Ashley's a, a low ceiling guy. He's a guy they never expected to get. He's a late draft pick. If he just turns into an everyday major league player, I'm happy. If he's sticky thon, but why? If he's sticky thon for the next three years, I'm happy. Because why? Because then you can spend money on other places. Shane Victorino. The reason why he was so undervalued is because he was on that rookie contract with the Phillies. But Shane Victorino turned into a player. He was he, on all All Star, multiple All Star games. He did, but that was mostly on reputation. You look at what happened um, in the middle years. He was hitting 270. 275. I mean, he'd get you 15 home runs. Right, but he was a, he a great field. defensive center fielder. I mean, he was a player. And the yeah, fact that, is, he helped you out with the defense. That's what you hope Ashley can do. And he could steal bases. He gets, he had some power. I mean, he right. could hit in the top of the lineup. You could put him in the bottom of the lineup. He right. Could all over the but well, my point is, his value was definitely accentuated. Right, because of the contract. I, contract. I understand that point, but my point is, why why limit Ashley? I know what you're saying. If you get if you get an because everyday, because he's a limited player, Gary. It's not like he's a top prospect. Well, how about we hope that he develops into something more than he's supposed to be, and we'll we'll accept the fact if I, he doesn't. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying if he hits 250, gives me 12 home runs, and plays solid defense every day, that's that's beautiful. Anything else is gravy. But you know, in a couple of years, he's not going to be a minimum contract player anymore. Oh, absolutely. And that's when you get, either get rid of him or try to do what um Cardinals do with Freeze. Freeze was a, a guy who um. Hit clutch, but he was yeah. He had that big couple big home runs against great in the playoffs, but he he was very he was a little above average, and that and for third base it's not bad. Another thing, third base is in a position to usually get your power out. It's not like he's playing first base; yeah, it gives you nothing. Couple power hitters, Scott Rowland did a couple home runs. Mike he's, Schmidt obviously yeah, was a power hitter. Well, no, I'm just saying throughout the history of baseball, there's been some power oh, in third base. Troy Gloss was another guy, 40 home run guy. Right, but Troy Gloss would hit 30 in his Troy prime. Troy Gloss would hit 220. Right, but he had some power. David Wright was an MVP candidate. Like, they're, they're, they're two extremes. A-Rod? A-Rod was a shortstop. He was a shortstop in the beginning of his career, but he moved over to third when he went A-Rod to the Yankees. A-Rod's a third baseman now. A-Rod was a gold glove shortstop. As soon as he went to the Yankees, he moved over to third well, base. Well, of course, because they had Jeter, but right. he was a natural shortstop. But he was a power-hitting third baseman. I'm just saying, a power-hitting third baseman. Right. You're not going to get that out of Cody Ashey. No, you're insane. not going to get Alex Rodriguez out of Cody Ashey. I'm just saying. You're not going to get Alex Rodriguez out of anyone who's not taking steroids. Well, I, don't, I mean, he was pretty good before the whole steroid. He was. Yeah, except he was using steroids the whole time. Came out. They were testing. He was on that stupid list, and he's yeah, he's not happy. I don't know if he's taking it in the very beginning of his career. Though. I think they said it started with that fifty-four home run season in Texas. No, no, he with Seattle. He's been doing yeah. He was doing it his whole career. They said it started actually in high school. He started to mess around with it in high school. Um, but yeah, the Phillies. I, I hope they can keep it up. 
Um, they're actually watchable right now. I mean, it's all pitching duels. So if you like hitting, it's not very watchable to me. I'm more. Of a, I want to see. I want to see some nine, eight, ten, eleven ball games, not one nothing. Yeah, I don't mind watching. Uh, watching uh, pitching duels. Because to me, baseball is awesome either way. But then let's talk about about the problem with the bunting. I just want to bring this up to everybody. Absolutely, I'm sorry you did want to bring everybody. This up. Everybody's been watching the Phillies. You know how frustrating is it? Um, you have a guy on second, chance to bunt him over to third with no outs. You can't do it. You have a guy on first trying to bunt him over. You can't do it. And Ben Davis, who I think is doing a tremendous job, I actually really do like listening to him on the broadcast. How do you feel about that? He's better than Stairs and Moore. Yeah. Sure. I, then again, I think we're better than Stairs and Moore. Well, there you go. So I don't know if I can endorse. I really shouldn't say that because I think Stairs follows me on Twitter. Well, Matt Stairs. I remember that home running hit against. So yeah, Matt Stairs is good in my book. I'll buy him a beer anytime I see him. Um, but anyway, back Ben Davis brought up a good point, and he said that the teams they do practice the bunting every day, but they practice against pitching machines, and they don't have the pitching machines going 90 to 95. So my point is, is if you're a team like the Phillies, and this is going to Ryan Sandberg, who I really am not a fan of at all and haven't been since he's been hired, if you're managing the Phillies and you see that you're having problems the last couple of games of bunting, and you know that this type of team that's going to need to bunt a runner over. How do you not change that and have pitchers bat bunting, hitters bunting against 95-mile-per-hour fastballs? You could either have a guy throwing them or you could set your pitching machines to go faster. I mean, how do you not adjust in practice to try to increase your... Yeah, I hear you. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's a little more complicated than that. I think you got a lot of young kids. I think Chase Elliott can lay down a fault when he has to. I don't think they've ever asked Ryan Howard to lay down a punt. You really don't want Chase Ali laying down a punt either. Right. So who else do you have? You got a bunch of kids. Pereira. Exactly. Uh, Revere. Exactly. Any whoever's pitching. Well, well, with Revere, I'm a little frustrated because I think Revere could just could be Brett Butler if he wanted to, and just and just hit 300 bucks. No Dodger. Yeah, absolutely. And because Brett Butler only did every time he was half the times he was up, he would bunt. Half the times he would just fake it, throw the third baseman, and slap it right back. And he's at 300 consistently every year. He's a good player. I remember him. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's exactly what Revere would be able to do if, if he was. But don't you think that Ryan Sandberg should try to work on some kind of. I don't think it's all him. I think he's got hitting coaches for that, too. But um, Yeah, but he's. I agree. I'm not I'm not a huge Sandberg fan. I was when he came in. Um, He came I, in with a lot of hype. He just really hasn't done anything. I agree. I, I mean, I understand the team's not exactly the most talented roster in Major League Baseball. Having said that, you know. You uh, you got to make do with what you have, and you have to find the best way to get the most out of your players. And I don't think he's doing that job. Well, hard to say because he doesn't really have talent. But, I mean, it's going to be a tough position when they fire him because they will fire him because he's not going to win with this team. Because I I don't think anyone will be able to win with this team. I don't think that uh, who's your favorite manager? I hate Larusa. I can't stand him. Him with his his pitching changes every thirty seconds. That's well, but people that. people swear he's the best manager of all time. Like Larusa or or, or uh, Tory or you want to go old school? Um, I don't know. Basically, I'm, what I'm trying to say is there is no manager in the history of baseball. Yeah, nobody's winning with this roster. We got it. You know, you could you could take so much. You could you could only go so far. But he's not really going as far as that. I don't know. I'm not gonna say I, he's not going as far as he could be going. Right. Forward. I just don't feel like he's the right guy who's who's developing these players correctly and bringing out the best in these players, 
even with the limited roster. And I know we just got, it sounds a little hypocritical having said that we like the three and four start. So obviously we're not complaining about the start. I'm not complaining at all. It's just I'll call for Sam Burchett at the end of the year. Uh, I, I didn't like what he did. I thought that Charlie did fine. I think that Charlie was, was kicked out unjustly. Yeah, I hated that midseason or maybe a little later in midseason firing at Charlie. That was that was just such a such a bad move. It, it made no sense. Honestly, I was shocked that the Nationals didn't hire him as Matthew. That's exactly what the Nationals mean. It's a guy who can handle a bunch of. Oh, uh, speaking of that, Matt Williams, another power hitting third baseman. Yeah, okay. He's managing the Nationals now. He, he just came to mind. Yeah, he had 50 homers from steroids. But um, Matt Williams was never convicted of steroids. Matt Williams? Yes, he was. I never heard that. Um, yeah, so there's another guy in 50 homers from steroids. But anyway, fire season has finally come to an end. Thank God. We're missing the playoffs again. We're missing the playoffs again. We can, we have a, a small chance to get the number one pick. Get this kid who's like Sidney Crosby. He's going to bring hockey back to um, Philadelphia. Garrett's just nodding his head. To, uh, oh, there's two of them, Connor McDavid and Eichel. I heard of them. Oh, my. Jake or Josh Eichel wanted something. Something with a J. Eichel. Yeah, McDavid's the one, though. Yeah. I, I don't – I think – um, Buffalo is going to get the number one pick. Don't they have the best chance? Probably the Sabers. But um, the, the, apparently Pittsburgh uh, did the deal and they forgot to put the stipulation in that if they get the number one pick, then they have to uh, they forgot to protect the number one. So they forgot. Or yeah. It just wasn't. No, they forgot a part of the deal. I don't. I don't see how a professional they, they, team they thought they, were, they thought they were going to make the playoffs again. Yeah, so, but I mean, it's still. At pretty much every number one, every uh, number one pick that gets traded is not is number one protected, just because every team who doesn't make right. the playoffs has got a chance at number one. Right. So they they didn't do that. So now if they win, they're not going to get, which is good because they got Malkin, Crosby, and this guy. All just be not. Oh, the Flyers dominating Pittsburgh. Did they sweep them this season? They did, and and the Penguins were good this year. The Penguins are good pretty much every year. I mean, they got Sid the Kid. They got the best player in hockey, arguably. Yeah, that's debatable. I'm oh, debating really? that from a couple other people's standpoint who I know. Who are you debating it with? Ovechkin scores a lot of goals. Ovechkin, yeah. Um, he was he was right there a few years ago. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Here's <laughs> one of the soundboard clips. Yeah, and, um, that, 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 that's, sorry, that's just my thoughts on you and hockey, but... Yeah, no, it's a good thought. I mean, listen, it's a lot of people's thoughts on a lot of things I have to say. All right, um, oh, oh, just off topic, but, um, yeah, apparently, uh, my girlfriend has listened to several shows now, and she agrees with you more than me. Well, that's all the common. Time. I mean, that's I'm sure most of, the, most of the listeners will agree with me more than I think so. Uh, all right. I think we could play my theme song for everybody to just listen to. Whenever I make a statement, that song yeah, plays okay. in the background. Hands off the soundboard. You're, you're enjoying it too much. Uh, Sixers are two games from over. Yeah. Again, mercifully. And this project is almost over. And Bede, Is the project over or is it going to continue next season? No, it's over. They're going to have too many good players after this year. Um, Embiid uh, had a setback and hurt his foot. 
went to see his doctor, scared everybody, but apparently he's doing well. He's practicing again. So that's good. Joel Embiid, you are our future. I hope you are. I hope so, too. Uh, and I'm glad to see that he's doing well. I mean, obviously, he's a big piece to this puzzle. Um, Better be. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see things, hear things, and you just hope he develops. I'm a little concerned just the fact that he's seven foot and he's had all these injury problems. I'm concerned because he's seven foot and there's problems with his foot. I mean, yeah. he's got he's to put seven feet on that foot. Well, well, I mean, hopefully he can put this behind him and come out and team up with Noel and really dominate down low as far as defense, you know. Defensively, yeah. Um, and I uh, think Embiid has a better offensive game than Noel, so. Oh, absolutely. He's so he's going to be, right, so he's going to be, you know, our inside scorer. I mean, Noel well, would put points up, but he'll be more thing of is, scorer. The other thing is Embiid just athletically is insane. I mean, you just look at what the guy can do for a seven-footer. He jumps around like he's six six. I mean, crazy. Guys, if you want to call in, please call us at 602-753-1597. Now, um, we're going over the um, Sixers' chances to get the draft picks. Um, looks like they're only guaranteed one first rounder this year because every team that they needed to uh, basically win lost. Um, yeah, Miami. I'll get there. The Thunder. So, um, the best chance that we have is we have a 19% chance to get 11 off of Miami. And the reason why is because, um, the reason why is because, uh, one of the teams worse than Miami, Miami's going to finish 10. So if everything stands where it is now, they're going to get the 10 pick and their 10 pick is top 10 protected. They need one team between 10 and what is it? 16. Yeah. One of the teams between 10 and 16 have to jump them. And there's actually a 19% chance of that happening. Um, they have a 9% chance to get number six because um, the Lakers finished fourth position. So the Lakers need two teams that are um, five between 5 and 16 to jump them. Now, that could hurt us unless we get somehow get lucky and get number one, and then two later teams get two and three which is not very likely. So, I don't know if you even want to root for the team of the Lakers pick because it, it means that we're not getting one. I don't know if I want one anyway. Garrett, do you want one with the pressure to draft the big guy? No, I mean, I, I'm not in the peer pressure, so I feel like if you get one, you take who you want to take, and it doesn't matter what anybody around you says. And it's, it's looking more and more like the OKC pick. They're not going to make the playoffs, it looks like. Um, they have an outside shot, but – um. Uh, I don't know if there, it's even possible to get that pick. Garrett was saying, bringing something up that, that I'm not 100% about. If they went around in the playoffs, maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know in other drafts, you know, football, it goes by the playoffs. If you win the Super Bowl, you get the last pick. Absolutely. So does that. So maybe so maybe if they went around, we, we'd get that pick. I don't, want that I don't pick. think they're beating Golden I don't State want anyway. That, I, I, don't, I don't want that pick anyway because I think next year they got a chance. That they might treat Durant. If they trade Durant, that pick could be better. They might trade Westbrook. I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, if he wants to go. I don't know. Um, Garrett, I'm going to give you number one pick as the, as the Sixers right now. Who's I know. We already did it. We did it. I don't care. Take it, take it this week. Who you take it? Going to D'Angelo Russell again? I'm taking I'm taking a trade if there's a trade on the table. There's no trade. No one, no one from the two to four. You can trade, but you're going to get – Five or worse. 
They're not going to get your guy. Yeah, I'm probably going to pick take, number I'm gonna one. probably take Russell or Moody. I don't know as much about Moody. So I'd have to I'm changing my pick. That's the reason why I'm doing this. Number one right now, I'm considering Towns, but it's between two guys, either Towns or D'Angelo Russell. Not anymore. As much as I like Moody, Moody can't shoot. All right, well, if he can't shoot and he, he, he can't, you know, then I'll go uh, Russell. I, I'll just, I know Russell's the truth. I just didn't know as much about Moody, so I was going to give the scouting process it's still and, and find out more about him. Right, and that's what I did. And apparently he's like MCW. He's got really good all-around game. Can't shoot for anything. All right, well, then we just got past that, so we don't need it again. Exactly that's, the point. I mean, all right, uh, Eagles draft. Um. Well, Eagles, the big story this week came when um, Sam Bradford, uh, uh, Ruben Franks uh, of the, I believe, one of the Jersey papers, he stated that uh, Bradford's agent told him, or a source told him, Bradford's agent said that you can trade me to the Cleveland Browns, but I'm not signing an extension there no matter what. And this is relevant. Of course, the story came out. Cleveland offered uh, number 19 for uh, Bradford, and there were rumors that Manziel and one of the picks might be offered for Bradford. So if they're not going to sign him, chances are that he's not going to Cleveland. So we're going to stay at 20, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, I I just want to bring this to this up. Where does Sam Bradford get off with all these demands? This is a guy who came in the league as a huge prospect, highly touted, everybody But he was him. injured. His senior year, he missed because of injury. All right, but when he came in the league, he was still the number one overall pick, and he was highly touted. Had a decent rookie season. Wasn't exceptional like everybody made. Rookie of the year, but if you check his numbers, there was nothing that exceptional With about no it. talent on this team. It doesn't matter. I'm just uh, saying, other guys matter. come in and do and do just as well. Matt Ryan did better as a rookie. Flacco did as well as a rookie. But Ryan had targets. Ryan had actually... He had Roddy White. Exactly. Who did, who did Bradford have? Name someone. I don't remember who his receivers were. Exactly. But my point is, it wasn't anything exceptional. It was good, and I'm giving him credit. It was a good season. But it wasn't like some ridiculously exceptional, you know, never seen this before type of season. Then he's been hurt when he's played and been on the field. He's been okay. I mean, I'm not going to say he's played terrible, but he hasn't played exceptional. And here's a guy who never lived up to the hype, be it injuries or not. And then he just, uh, you know, I don't want to go to Cleveland. I want to do – like. Like, get off your pedestal, dude. Like, I, I can't – I don't like Sam Bradford. He – I don't hate him. I don't like Chip Kelly. And um, because he, Sam Bradford might be his guy, I'm starting to like him a little less. But it's just annoying that this guy who hasn't accomplished anything has all these demands. You know, go to Cleveland. If they're going to pay you money, go there because you haven't proved anything otherwise. And nobody else has offered you anything. Well, the other thing is that – um, We don't want you here. Go to Cleveland. Jesus. We don't. We want Nick Foles back. No, you want Nick Foles back. I want Kelly gone, and I want Foles back on the record. That's what I want. Well, I know I know that. You also don't. Well, like, I have no control, so it's never going to happen. And but. you don't like Mary. You I don't hate Mariota. I think Mariota's Ma- a... Mary. Oh, DeMarco Mary. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate Mary. I think DeMarco Mary's a, good, a great player. I mean, I just don't think he's going to give you what he gave Dallas last year. And I think people are bandwagon jumpers. But it looks like we have a call coming in, so... Oh, we had, we had a call. Drops. We had a call. Call back in. And, call and back in, please. We'll gladly call. Um, oh, it, yeah, it was, it was... I know who it is. Call, yeah. Call, call again. It's 
It was a friend of mine. Oh, wow. That was going to be a special call, too, because it was a long-distance phone call. Um, Next, coming up, uh, Jared, did you watch the Masters? I sure did. Yeah, I did, and uh, I was pretty impressed by um by Jordan Spieth. I'll tell you what, I, I'm not a, I mean, I like playing golf. I'm not a guy who's going to watch golf, but I watched it on that final Sunday, and it was kind of exciting. Oh, got the color back, it looks like. Um, trying to figure out how to do this. Well, hey, there's a voice I haven't heard in a long time. Can you hear us? Yeah, how's it going? What's up? You want to introduce yourself or should we do it? You guys, I'm TJ. I'm TJ. All right, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Calling in to talk about the master, no doubt. It's funny because we're just on that. It's good timing. What's on your mind? Yeah, I wanted to see what you guys thought about uh, Jordan Spieth, and uh, is he going to take over the number one? What do you think is going to happen in the next couple of months? I don't know if he's going to take over number one. Didn't that dude Rory kill it in the back in the back nine? Didn't he finish like minus fifteen in the last forty-five holes? Yeah, he did well, but Spieth was unstoppable out there. So Phil looked really good at the end. Your boy Phil looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah what do you guys think about either. Phil? It's that, uh, exciting. Huh? It's yeah, exciting. There's so many good players out there. That... Hey, give, us our, give us your fun fact about Phil Mickelson. Some fun facts? Well, you told me the other day. Oh, I don't want to throw any uh, rumors out there. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, never mind. Scratch it. <laughs> but yeah, supposedly, but anyway, the tra- so supposedly there's some crazy rumors out there about Phil. What? Yeah, I think so. He looks unstoppable out there. He's only 21. I hear you, TJ. But golf's kind of sport where generally one person doesn't rule. I, I know that we got spoiled by Tiger, but other than Tiger and Nicholas, those guys don't come around that often. And Spieth has, hasn't shown anything uh, outside of. Uh, Augusta. I mean, what has he done in the last year? Other he than won, uh, he's, he won the Australian Open, which okay. is a tough field, and then he won Tigers Tournament, which I, I think it's a field of 12 or 16 people, but they're all show ponies. It's the best players in the world, and he, and he ran away with both of those, I believe. I hear you. I, I just, I, I don't know. If it's To me, I think it's too hard to dominate that sport. It's just too frustrating of a sport. I still think there's too many stars around for him just to completely dominate it like Tiger did at that time. That's just my opinion. I think we'll see. It's going to be fun. It's a fun time to be a golf fan. You think Tiger's going to come back and win another another major? I hope so. I mean, I think it would be electrifying, and I think that's what everybody wants to see. Everyone wants to see Tiger win. But, uh, yeah, it's going to keep me watching. It's going to keep me watching. Let's ask you this. How many more majors are left this year? There's three, right? Three more, yeah. The uh, right. U.S. Open tonight. Who's the three winners? And it could be you could say the same guy twice if you think somebody's going to win multiple majors. The three, the three winners. winners. And it could be if you think somebody's going to win all three, you could just say so and so is going to win all oh, three. Oh, I don't know. I I, I just yeah, I like Vegas. What's your what's your Vegas bet on this? Hello? 
Jordan Spieth and Rory. Jordan Spieth and Rory, and then who's the third? Or you think one of them will win twice? Still thinking about it? Can you hear us? I don't know. I think I'll we're let... breaking up. Oh, there it goes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. All right, so you got Spieth oh, and Rory. So, so that's Spieth, it. Rory, you let... one, of gonna... one of them are going to win at least one. Win. It's hard to tell because there's so many second-tier guys that can definitely win a major. Jason Day, Adam Scott. How and then you got, you got... How about 99 son-in-law? Yeah, Dustin Johnson looked great. He had a couple blow-ups there, but yeah, I would love to see Dustin Johnson come back after his uh, after his suspension. He he looked pretty good on uh, Sunday. I don't know much about him, but he was killing it on Sunday. Yeah, he, I don't know yeah, he's looking is, fit uh, too. Yeah, he works out. He has to. He's dating uh, something Gretzky, whatever her first name is. What's her yeah. name? I don't know. She's a babe though. She hot? I, I haven't seen a picture. Oh yeah, look her up. Look, Google Wayne Gretzky's daughter. I forget her name, but does she have like Wayne's face? A little bit. She's a little prettier though. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Chase, what do you guys think about the first round of hockey? I'm excited for the oh, Habs yeah. and the Senators. Yeah, just a just a little background. This is this is a call coming from Canada, so we have a big Habs fan on the line. So I don't know. The Senators have been on fire. They went twenty three out of the to get in. Yeah, they've been – yeah, it's something like that. They've been in playoff mode for over a month now. But Oh, wow. Hold and on. The Canadians ha- Wait, hang on one second. We we pulled up sure. pictures of Pauline Gretzky, and, yeah, she is slamming hot. You're right. Good job. Yeah. Good job, <laughs> Yeah. So, anyway. He's a good guy, too. Have- He's always joking around. You think they have to win? going to be tough. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's definitely the better team, but I don't know if they're playoff ready, and they were slacking a little bit at the end of the season. And I think they relied too heavy on Carey Price. <laughs> That's the goalie, so, right? Yeah, yeah, Carey Price they is the goalie. They still got Subban. Is Subban still good? Yeah, he's a, he's a defender. He's solid. He, uh, probably, he just missed the all-star game. and uh, so, so we'll see. They'll, they'll step it up for the playoffs. Hockey's a yeah, big well, playoff sport. Are they going to beat the Rangers? I don't know. The Rangers are freaking good. What's yeah, your they have a great defense. What's your I don't on know. The I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I'm the wrong guy to ask about that. I'm up here in Canada. I'm a. I'm a hockey fan. <laughs> hockey and golf. Hockey and golf. The Canadian. Canadian sports. Oh, <laughs> DJ, for all those who don't know, is uh, also a poker player who moved to Canada. Uh, when the uh, loss changed. DJ man, yeah, how's poker been? It's good. I'm actually playing uh playing a couple of tables right now. The game awesome. games are getting tougher, so you have to study a lot. And you have to work hard. To call us. Just for the just for the rest of the lazy fans listening, he's working right now and took time to call us. That means you can get your lazy ass up and call us. So yeah, I miss playing online, get, man. I hope that loss yeah, man. soon. Hopefully. We'll, we'll see. You don't. It's not looking too optimistic, but. Nah, probably not. We'll I mean, see. as long as the government can get their money, they're, they're gonna get in. the taxes soon. I mean, it's, it, right now it's gonna be state yeah. to state, but I think eventually it'll go back to the way it was. Yeah, I, I can, anyway, only, you can the, only hope you so. The, uh, you got the Canadians winning the cup, or you just don't want to go out on a limb and say that? No, I'm not, I can't. I can't say that. There's too just many say good it. teams. Come on. 
The West, the West is strong, and New York strong. Tampa Bay. The first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs is anyone can win. I mean, yeah, there have been a lot of eight seeds that have just come out of nowhere. The Flyers can't win. They're not in the playoffs. I mean, the teams that are in jackets. Yeah. All right. All right, Jay. Yeah, the Kings missed the Kings missed the playoffs. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I, I love listening to you guys. I'll I'll keep I'll keep you guys on yeah, when I play in. every every Tuesday. All right. Owen went out and had when the Habs beat the Senators. All right, tomorrow night, seven o'clock. All right, sounds good. Good luck. Talk to you later. All right. All right, Bye. Later, TJ. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. That was our friend TJ. Um, actually, how I met Gar was with uh, TJ. At TJ's house. Um. Yeah, he's a nice, nice kid. And and like I said, he's he's actually working right now, and he still managed to call. So you people who are just making excuses not to call, if you're not working, especially call. Six zero two seven five three fifteen ninety seven. Six zero two seven five three fifteen ninety seven. Yeah. So um. Uh. Next on the docket. Uh. That's pretty much it for the local sports. Um, Lawrence Phillips finally apparently killed a guy. Yeah, allegedly. 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 You know, we, don't, we don't want the lawsuit coming this way. Um, he's in jail already. And uh, allegedly, the uh, two uh, people ended up dead. That's not allegedly. Two people ended up dead. One of them was a cellmate. And um, same prison, two people ended up dead. Uh, he's allegedly... Um, he allegedly killed his cellmate. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know it. And apparently, let, let me. Let's drift Jermaine Winston number one. Let me just no. Let me just go on record and just say this because I, I heard a little bit more about the story earlier today. And the guy who was killed was in jail for 82 years for murder. So it's not exactly like he took out somebody who's important to the world and who has a future and who we should care about. So having said that, you know, I'd like to. Applaud Lawrence Phillips because job well done. He took out a murderer. Who cares? Having said that, now he's a murderer. I mean, you know, you stick two people like that in a cage, what the hell do you expect to happen? You know, so it's not all bad. I mean, there's just a a waste of talent, though. I mean, that guy at Nebraska was such a good running back, six overall pick. Pittsburgh traded, I mean, I'm sorry, the Rams traded Jerome Bettis to Pittsburgh to get the pick to take Lawrence Phillips because they thought he was going to be the next big thing, and it didn't work out. Isn't it sad? They they need a trade that set their franchise back years, yet they were still able to win a championship while this Philadelphia team could not win a championship, and we just consistently stay in the playoffs. Yeah, well, they didn't win with Lawrence Phillips. They won no, with no, no, no. They didn't set them back that far while well, they, they, they got lucky. Yeah, they realized that Phillips was a mistake. They got yeah, they got lucky with Warner. I mean, that's, and they know. got lucky with Warner. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the quarterback. And then Falk, they got from from the Colts when the Colts wanted to get rid of him. And yeah. Torrey Holt was a great pick. Um, Isaac, Isaac Bruce, Bruce was on the team already. Isaac Keen. Isaac Keen. They Very underrated. Some good players on defense. Not really. They, uh, they, wasn't London Fletcher? Did he start out with? Yeah, he was. But I mean. He's a monster. Get out of here. Get out of your mind. Okay, but their defense was horrible. If their defense was, you score 30, we're going to score 35. But they would score 35. Absolutely. Every time. So all they had to do was give up less than 30. What a great strategy. I love it. It's entertaining as hell. Sign me up any day of the week for a team that's going to score 35 and give up 30. I love high-scoring games. It's great for 
you know, I don't, I don't want to see it between two teams that can't move the ball past midfield. You know, watch the Dolphins and the, and the Jets play, and then watch the Packers and the Patriots play, and tell me what's a better game. Um, I, I don't know. I defense as well, but I, of course everyone's going to throw the offense. To me, I, I just don't like it because they're making the offense a bigger part of the game. That's where the, the chain comes. Uh, trials. Are you shocked that it took this long? Yeah, with all the evidence that we've been hearing, and again, everything is allegedly. We don't have the money to pay a lawsuit off. Yeah, so all alleged right now. Well, I, I think what the defense did was brilliant. They didn't say a word until the last day, and then they admitted that he was there. One of his friends shot him. Yeah, yeah, that's been coming out now. I mean, you know, yeah. obviously everything that comes it out now. It matches the story, so I, I, you might get off this one. Sure, it can all be taken with a grain of salt. Obviously, it's all part of a defense strategy, so you have to. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, I don't think that they have the proof. Uh, they had like a gun. That doesn't mean anything. But this is just one of the murders, isn't it? Murders all the time. If he gets caught on this one, they're going to fly him somewhere else. Well, let's just let's let's paint this scenario, everybody. Let's just paint a picture of that. They, for some reason, and, you know, obviously there's so much more time to go on. You know how trials stretch out. But let's just say two and a half, three years down the line, he'll be 26, 27. Uh, I think he was like 23. Or maybe he'll be like 28. Okay. I don't think he's that old. Is he? He'll, be, he'll still be 30. He'll be like in his later 20s, 27, 28, something like if that. He, if he can get off of all the trials, do you think that he's going to That's where I'm going with it. Does he come back to the NFL? Because they bring in a lot of stars in the league. I don't know. I, I, Dante Worth. I don't, I don't know. Leonard Little. I think the league's changing. Uh, Bryce can't get it. Ray Rice is kind of hell. 29. Hey, don't talk about and that's a good question. But I would never take Aaron Hernandez. You don't want him. You don't need him. I'm just saying with society, society feels with everybody. Ridiculous. Your place. I haven't heard the shrimp. But the way that it's oh absolutely when people get murdered somewhere or somebody gets abused, or somebody gets, you know, robbed and they get shot in a robbery and are paralyzed from the neck down, and somebody will go to jail and then people will come out and other people, say somebody gets robbed in Philadelphia, somebody in Georgia will say, well, they deserve a second chance. Yeah, what gives them a right to give anybody a second chance? No, I'm sorry, I hate that rule. I hate that. I hate. Right. I hate this. I hate the expression, paid your debt for society. Paid your debt to society. Let me tell you people something. You don't owe society anything. Nobody owes society anything, okay? The only person who's owed is the victim of the you don't if something happens to somebody in Utah, they don't owe me anything. They owe the victim of the crime. Everybody with this bullshit paid your debt to society. Oh I'm sorry, it's a little rant. Oh, whoa, whoa. That was my POV moment. So much. But anyway, so I would never take Aaron Hernandez back. But here's but my the, point is Hold on, hold on. Back. Here's the thing. If he gets acquitted of this crime and he gets acquitted of the other murder, let's just say he didn't do it. Does he deserve to be... Right. Well, if he didn't actually do it, then yes. But I'm talking about guys that actually do do crime. I'll, my rant is about guys who are committed, proven guilty. Right. So, here's the problem. But Aaron Hernandez was a mess anyway. All the stuff that goes on, I mean, just by putting yourself in this position... So, they found out he's supposed to be... I'm not saying he should be in jail if he didn't do it or anything. Obviously, he should be out of jail. 
not a jury. So if he is, if he gets selected according to twice. Right. I well, mean, I mean, well, are you taking hold that on, hold on, hold on. As the owner of the team. Here's, here's, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're. If uh, I'm trying to win. You're the San Francisco 49ers. No, no, no. If I'm Chip Kelly and I need to win a Super Bowl, you better believe I, I like climbing up Aaron Hernandez and Zach Ertz. Yeah, I, I don't know if. I don't Chip, know. He's not really Chip Kelly's type of guy. Chip Kelly's been shown that he's not really. Right, but let's just say Chip Kelly's on Andy, on Andy Reid's last chance type of thing. By the time all this He's not about that life. I don't think he's going to adapt to it. But I'm just saying, if that happens, most most coaches who are trying to save their job are going to look at this now and say, hell yeah, you know, if he, if he didn't do it. Now, the thing about this is, no matter what, it's, it's bad. Because, I mean, Hernandez, someone from Hernandez's crew killed this guy. Right. And he covered it up. Now, normally I'd be like, oh, my God, get him out of the league. Keep him out. Even I don't care if he did it or not. I don't want any part of it. Everyone forgets about Ray Lewis because Ray Lewis turned his life around. But Ray Lewis covered up a murder, and I I, I get so tired of hearing how great of a guy he is. And well, yeah, that's because people care more about the Baltimore Ravens winning football games than they do about somebody being murdered. And and he's been in to his credit, he's been. Uh, pillar of society in Baltimore. He, he gives a lot of charitable. I mean, again, Ray Lewis is a case where it wasn't proven he did it. So that's what you were talking no, about no, earlier. He, he, but it was proven that he covered stuff up to let oh, the murder okay. get away. Okay. So I well, mean, then, yeah, I mean, listen, I, he's a Hall of Fame linebacker, first ballot. There's no question about it. I don't think though he deserved to I be don't for think playing professional football if that was the case. But, I mean, and and this is just something, and this goes for all teams. This goes for the Eagles too. You know. You, He's the most talented guy in the world, but there just comes a point where you have to separate. People say don't separate, the, or people say you should separate the field and the outside person. But I feel like there's a point where you have to put it together. Now, if it's a minor charge, no problem. But if it's something like murder, I mean, just think about your own job. You don't separate your workplace and your outside life when it comes to something like that. Oh my God! If you're, I mean, if you're arrested for something and your employer murder, finds out, you're fired. Yeah. They're anywhere near someone like a murder. They, they don't want to be associated. Right. So I feel like in this case, same exact thing. You know, separate the work life and and the profession or the work life and the outside life. You don't separate it. None of these guys. I mean, Leonard Little didn't he kill somebody in a, in a accident? Uh, yeah, I think it was an accident with by, by accident. Dante, Dante Stallworth had the uh, the drunk driving drunk but driving he wasn't, accident. He was right on the border. He wasn't. He wasn't. UI. He actually waited and stuff at all. He wasn't drunk. That's why but he, he still ran the guy over and killed him. Right. So whether he was drunk or sober, he still ran the guy over. I, I'm gonna, I'm kind of touching on that because I literally, I had a kid run into my car. So I mean, I know how easy that is. And what happened was basically there was a bus that pulled over, and there was a kid. I had a green light. I was going straight. The kid decided not to wait for his light, so he went around the front of the bus. I couldn't see him at all, and he. Got hit by my car. He wasn't seriously injured. However, yeah, thank God. However, he was killed. I wouldn't have been charged. The cops told me. They, they said this, this was his fault. Like, you can't, you can't well, do- anyway, to the kid that this happened to, thankfully you're not injured. Please call the show and, and tell Matt what a terrible driver he is. I would love to hear that. Oh, my God. I, I, I was I was absolutely – I wasn't driving fast. I was driving within the limits. The problem was you – Ran in front of the bus on the red light. And he didn't. Yeah, I think we all experienced. I mean, I never hit but anybody. I'm saying, no kin of her. I'm not. You know, obviously, 
I don't want to, let me knock on wood, but I haven't ran anybody over and I just want to make sure I don't. But having said that, everybody's experienced that uh, pedestrian who feels like they always have to right away. They don't feel like looking and they run in front of your car. You have to slam on your brake. Right. So I'm saying in that kind of, in that kind of case, you have to kind of consider the situation. Yeah, but then they give you that cocky look too. They turn around, they walk slow. Don't you hate when you're trying to make a right turn and you just have these people walking so slow and they don't want to move and they see a car and, you know, I jog. Listen, I go into either a power walk like you see the ladies with the windbreakers doing or I jog like you see a guy jogging yeah. if I see a car trying to make a turn. But how much do these people bother you who just slowly walk and are just walking and walking and you're just like, you honk your horn and you just, you're just frustrated listening to I was a cop. I might look the other way. So anyway. All right, I wouldn't go that far, Chief. But um, it's just an ignorant thing. I, I know. So, no, I, I mean, you have to right away crossing a street, okay? And you know, the the car drive, the driver, the car, you know, wait a second. Somebody, somebody scurries along. I got no problem waiting for them to get across the street. Or if it's an older person, you know, who walks slow, they can't move. Okay, fine, no problem. If it's a person who's injured, you know, they see they have a cane or okay, no problem waiting. When it's a young guy, a young girl, 20s, 30s, 40s, and they just decide to just, like, a snail crawl across the street, nah, I don't like that so much. I admit, I'm not a big fan. I, I'm not as well. What, what I'm saying is, you know, you have to, because of my case, I have a particular uh, point of view on that, and that you have to actually look at the facts. You can't just say, oh, you killed someone, it's your fault. Because, I mean, there, there's, People, there's a famous band, uh, Dropkick Murphys. I heard of them. Um, they're tour they, bus. Aren't they from Boston? Yes. Yeah. Tour bus. Uh, was either them or Bobby Molly. I think it was Dropkick, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but anyway, the tour bus was going down across Texas. It was a person who wanted to commit suicide. They jumped upon their bus. Killed the person. Okay, well, I mean, obviously, you know, a situation like that's a different story. Right, but I'm just saying, every... You gotta look at the situation. You can't just say kill somebody. You're automatically wrong. Um, you yeah, gotta, I don't know. I don't know if Dante Stoller's situation was anything close to that. I mean, then obviously I wasn't there, so I can't. Absolutely. Exactly but the fact is, cops. You know, cops said that you know he did the right thing. He was trying to be sober and drive. There's also a huge under the table payment to the family. Well, yeah, that's question. Yeah, that helps out a lot. Absolutely. All right, we'll, we'll wind up the show. Um, guys, if you want to call, last chance. 602-753-1597. All right. Again, follow us on Twitter, at Matt Cisco or at Talk with Matt and Gary. Follow us both. Follow us both. I follow back. I don't know about Talk with Matt. Yeah, I, talk, I follow back, too. Get some dialogue going, some conversation. Um I mean, looking forward to the week. What are, you, what are you looking forward to this week in sports or just in general? Uh, it's only Tuesday. We have a lot of time. Uh, I'm going to be watching a lot of NFL draft shows. I'm trying to figure out what the Eagles do. Uh, what position do you want? I've heard. I've now heard three draft experts say they wouldn't draft Landon Collins. They wouldn't? They would not. I mean, they think, they, they think but, that Randall's a better cover safety and just need to get him in the second or third round. You could. I mean, but when it comes to the draft, you could, you could read articles. Favoring whichever point you want to favor. Right, and um, of course I'm in the dynasty football league, so it's a little more important to me. Actually, my buddy John was supposed to call up. Uh, he got hung up at home. He wasn't able to call in, but we're in a dynasty league, so we 
pay extra close attention to the uh, rookie draft. Well, I mean, well, college obviously isn't going to matter in the dynasty, but who do you like as far as? Uh... No, but who who the if the Eagles draft a receiver, that's going to matter big time because I think they're going to get some of right away. Yeah, I, well, I don't know if they're going to start right away. I mean, Matthews is potentially and obviously as a starter. Right. And I think Huff, they want to start. Right. And I think Cooper, for some reason, Kelly likes him. So. Now, Kelly doesn't like him. Kelly's just stuck with that contract. He's not going to save any money. He's going to get cut next year. I mean, I think the guy's going to get playing time, obviously. He's going to get playing time, but he's not going to be he's not going to be a top three receiver. I don't know. If no, Huff, no, I'm not talking know. about Cooper. I'm talking about if they were to draft a receiver in the first round. I think he'll get a lot of playing time. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I just don't know if, I'm, like, if he's going to get – you know, unlimited playing time. No, but he's going to be – I think he's a starter from day one. He's in good. So, um, I don't know. I I like to see them – from a fantasy perspective, I'd love to see him get Perryman if he lasts that long. There's a lot of talk now that he's not going to last that long. Some people are saying that they favor him over uh, White and Cooper uh, wow. at this point because of his size of speed. Copy. From what I've seen – It's a Jalen Strong, who's my ASU guy. You know, yeah. I was ASU for a year. Isn't he a local guy, too? Yeah, he was from Billy. He went yeah. to uh, uh, junior college right here, too. Um, but they said he's a lot like Jordan Matthews. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want two of those guys. Nah. I mean, Matthews is a, he's he's a, a really player. good player, but he's not a game breaker. He's just like a really good receiver who's going to move the chains, and he's going to, you know, he'll make plays. He can score touchdowns, but he's not going to take anybody. He's not going to, you know, he's not a, a Des Bryant. Yeah. Um, well, from what I've watched and what I've read, I like Amari Cooper the best. I know. You're not gonna get I know him. the chances aren't good. You know, maybe you're not gonna get maybe you could trade up somehow. You cannot trade up. Well, listen, if, if Oakland takes white, that's still four. a top ten pick. You don't have enough to get to the top ten, and you don't want to. You have too many holes. So you play the guard. You, you, you might yeah, well, right guards. now we still have Mathis, so that's good news. Yeah, but Harriman's is gone. Well, I know Harriman's is gone, and we I heard really don't play him. From what I saw, they're gonna start Barbary. They need someone to compete with that guy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I, I don't mind. I don't mind Jake Fisher is going. To, I don't know if I want to use him for first round. From what I've heard on him, he's not a first round talent. He is a first round talent, and he's he's going to be. Uh, he's a guy who's versatile. Plug him in the right tackle. When when uh, you say so, like, like I, I don't have a lot a lot on Jake Fisher. I don't really pay attention to the tackles as much. But from what I've read on him, people are saying that he's not really. He's the one Oregon guy I wouldn't mind drafting. He's a weak offensive. What about that corner? If he, I don't know how to say his name. If he, yeah, if he, but a lot of people are talking about he's one of the better cornerbacks prospects in draft if he was healthy. Yeah, okay. If he is about what he is. If he <laughs> thinks so, based on the injuries or based on the talent. Well, I, I, I never saw him play. Okay, but uh, his needs seem to fit him properly. Yeah, I mean, well, he would fit Kelly properly, and Oregon Duck is injured. That's just two things that Kelly likes to go for. Probably a fourth round pick. Um. Yeah, what are you looking for? Well, let me say, whatever something interesting also I saw about um, the Cowboys were interested. So let me, pro- let me propose Baltimore this. Baltimore already said that they're not going to let Gordon uh, go past them. Right, they let think me, they're always going to go first. Let me propose this question to you then, as an Eagle fan. Yes, I trade 20 tickets. No, no, no. This has nothing to do with the Eagles. This has to do with Dallas. <laughs> I trade would you rather? Dallas. Would you rather see Dallas trade up and get either Gordon or Gurley or – rather than get Adrian Peterson. And I mean, it had to be one of the two. Obviously, you'd rather have to keep just McFadden, but let's I'd, just say it has to be one of those two scenarios. I'd rather than get Gordon, not 
Richardson to the Um Second, I want Peterson for a term problem. I have a long-term problem. I don't want any reason of getting Gurley. You don't think that? I think Gurley, Gurley is Peterson. So I don't want any reason of getting Gurley. Well, they don't get Gurley, it's okay. I would even trade them 20 big if you get enough. Like, if they want to give you a first and a second to move up seven spots, done. Just get whatever. It's hard. It's hard to trade within a divot. I see where you're coming from, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against that either. Yep. Especially if there's nobody on the board at twenty the Eagles are crazy about. Right. Unless Perryman's there. If Perryman's right. If somebody's there. on the board the Eagles are crazy about, I'm taking the pick. But if there's nobody on the board the Eagles are crazy about, I wouldn't mind trading back either. I just don't know if the Eagles and Dallas are going to work out a trade. They would. Tell, I don't think. Well, they have before with the college situation. I, and, and they did with uh, Spencer or whatever. Well, that was part of the top deal. Yeah. Dallas took Anthony Spencer and the Eagles. Got piled in the second round and whatever other picks followed. Yeah, so I, I like I wouldn't mind if, like, like I said, you're gonna have to be out of here and get. I want at the minimum first and the third to the above those seven spots. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna get a first and second for seven spots. First and third you can, and if you can do that, you get two quality players. Yeah, I outside the third round, I don't care. So I don't, I don't want to do it. So you say you'd rather them get at all three? Oh, absolutely. Okay, and then you don't think Peterson runs for two thousand yards if he goes there? I don't think he does anything in the tank. I or? do. I, I I think he's a little rusty. I think he's gonna be like a he's gonna start out really slow and end up. Well, that's what that's what he, that's what happened his year coming off the injury. Right, and then he's gonna get fifteen hundred yards by the end of the season. He's gonna come back have like two, maybe three good years. And then I also thought the Eagles worked out Byron Jones, the uh, combine combine freak, the guy who set all those combine statistical records. I did. The cornerback from Connecticut. So. Oh yeah, yeah. They get yeah. Somebody. And TJ Eldon was pretty good in some of the videos I was watching. I know I, I, there's a guy, Carl, he's a, he's a big Eagle fan. He's a friend of mine. And he follows it closely. He he loves TJ Eldon. He really wants to get him. Oh, there's no way. I mean, obviously that was before they signed Murray and Matthew, so I guess it, it really is irrelevant right. now. Right, Yeldon was a decent third-round third pick. We would have had money to go up the other spot. I, I really wish we did that. Um, what do you think of the other thing is I, I had, uh, I've had two job interviews. I had a, another one phone interview that I think went well. So that's good news. Yeah, I might have a nine to five in addition to this with you be working there. Yeah, everybody let's get you know, let's get together behind I, Matt. Absolutely. Then you guys can call you guys, you guys can put me on up over on LinkedIn and uh, Can we ask what it's about or you don't want to share that? What? The job interview or you don't want to share? Uh different stuff. I I, I did a security spot, did a banking spot, um one of the temp agencies. Yeah. I'm, I'm now in line with two temp agencies. Okay, so they'll, they'll hook you up soon. Yeah, you, you did the temp agency route, and uh, yeah, they it called you. Yeah, it worked out well. I mean, right. it could have been a can't. You know, obviously, it's time. They haven't called me yet. So you gotta keep, the thing with them is you gotta you got to call them. You go in, you meet them, you give them your resume, and you got to call them. They'll call you, but you got to call them, and you got to say, hey, I'm just following up to see if anything's available. Okay. I know I would call them every week and say, is anything available? Is anything opening up, just to remember your name, because, you right. know, Matt is not right. the only guy on their minds, you know what I mean? Right. So, you just have to keep your name out, out there. I What um what I'll be doing is, the season's basically, NBA season's wrapping up Wednesday, pretty much. You know, I'm, I'm an NBA fan. I probably like the NBA more than you, so I'm definitely keeping track of that, see who makes the final. I'm, final I'm more spot. of a Sixers fan than NBA. Yeah, I mean, I love the Sixers, too. Um, who do, who do you like now that the that it's basically you know this playoff picture? 
Who do you like in the finals? What's your early final prediction? Early finals, Cleveland versus. I, I'd go with Boston. Yeah. Clippers? DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin. I haven't heard a lot of Clippers love. I mean, I know getting a lot of love earlier in the season. Yeah, I think they've been fading a little bit people's minds. But, yeah, I mean, Chris Paul is a great point guard. Blake Griffin's one of the better power forwards in the league. DeAndre Jordan's one of the better centers. Matt Barnes and J.J. Redick both have played really well this season. I think that so a lot of people surprised. They I got think, Jamal Crawford off the bench. I thought O'Keefe really had a shot this year, but. Well, not now. No, obviously. Murray went down, and that's pretty much killed that. I'm one of the last supporters of Bob City. I still think they've got a shot. Um, Spurs always have a shot. Yeah, San Antonio is a dangerous team. Boring um, old Tim Duncan and the Spurs. Boring old Tim Duncan is 25 points and 15. I know Todd's points. going to be all about that. His team. I mean, he likes the Sixers, but he loves he loves the Spurs just because just because they were playing Miami and they beat Miami last year. So you're gonna be sitting at home uh, watching the playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's tomorrow. Not going out to the bars? Well, on the weekend, I might go somewhere. I haven't been out the last couple weekends. Well, why not? Weekends, I don't know. I've just been lazy. My friends have been mad at me, texting me, calling me a loser. <laughs> so, I can't argue with them either, you know? Good old single life. God, I wish I was in my 20s still. Yeah, but there's not much to do. I, actually, on this Saturday night, I stayed home, and I had a bottle of uh, a little bit extra. Me, me and Todd went to AC, and we had a bottle of Burnett. Uh, vanilla vodka. This was a while back. We just had the bottle left over. And um, it was just sitting there. So Saturday night, I just watched uh, the X-Men, the new X-Men, where... Um, Days of Future Past. Maybe, yeah. Where, where, yeah, where Wolverine goes back in time. The one, it's the one that premiered on HBO. Yeah, on HBO, I was watching it. Where Wolverine goes back. I love X-Men movies. I, I think they're great. Wolverine's a beast. Dude. I mm-hmm. know Brian Dawkins, they call him Wolverine, but I don't know, I don't know oh. if he can live up to the Wolverine. All right, ready to just uh, top five comedians. Oh, yeah, that's right. Time. We have our, our daily top fives to give a little people a couple information. Now, I'm not a huge stand-up guy. I don't watch too much time, but from what I did watch. You guys, we, we, we really rushed this together, so please feel free to send tweets for everyone. Hopefully this weekend I do go out. I actually promised a couple of my friends I'll be out, so I'm planning on going out. Maybe I'll have a fun story for you guys next week. Nice. Um, Maybe not. Probably not. Chances are... Bet against it. Even if I go out, bet against the fun story. But we'll leave the we'll leave the uh, we'll leave it open. Um, number five, I got a guy who you, you would probably recognize more from movies. Done tons of them. Okay. Naughty Professor, among the most famous. Um, Eddie Murphy. I saw a stand up at my friend Luke's house who called, you know, a couple Eddie weeks Murphy ago. Eddie Murphy Raw. Probably. Yeah, I don't know what it was called. He was wearing a, a red, red jacket. Red jacket. Red leather jacket. Yeah, and it, it was really funny. Some of the stuff, some of the stuff I didn't laugh at, but a lot of the stuff I laughed hard at. So and put it the test of time. Yeah. Number five for me, you read my mind, Eddie Murphy. I swear to God, we, we didn't even look match. at each other's uh, list. Yeah. I don't think he's going to even know my number four. Go on, probably not. Me. And and again, this is quick. There might be some guys I left out. You know, if I heard their names later, I might say they belong in the list. Number four, I'm going to go with a couple years back. Um, I went with my older brother and his girlfriend to see Artie Lang. And I put him on there. He was funny. I liked his movie, uh, Beer League, and I thought his stand-up was pretty good when I was seeing that night. So, I put him in there. My number four is probably the funniest man who was alive at the time. Uh, unfortunately, he died uh, very young. Actually, he did of about getting cancer. And then, tragically, like, two, three years later, Stoner got a car accident with him, and, but um, never worked clean in his life. He's Robert Schimmel. 
uh, not many people know him. Yeah, I'm not. Aaron, I'm telling you, you listen to this guy. My dad and I once uh, had to drive to uh, Arizona when I went to school. And uh, well, I had XM radio at the time. Fortunate because I had those Bible Belt uh, radio stations. But anyway, but anyway, so they had a comedy channel. They played his whole comedy special. Sometimes the Bible Belt channel is probably just as funny. They really listen to it. Not this funny. We were dying. We had to pull over three times because I was crying from yeah. laughing. The two of us. I have to look them up. Everybody, look him up, Robert. Well, all right, number three. Number three, I have Pat Williams. He's hilarious. He was he's my honorable mention guy, actually. Yeah, he he cracks me up. Um, I've seen a couple of his specials, and uh, you know, doesn't doesn't fail. Well, that's funny that you mentioned that because I was at a poker table um, about five, six months ago, and I was playing with a Pat Williams impersonator, and no. he was not good. No? Well, I mean, does have to tell the same joke as Pat Williams. Well, I guess it's No, no, no. He's supposed to look like him, and yeah. we were like, and, and we were asking, you know, like, he was, he was, like, being obnoxious at the table, trying to act like Pat Williams. Yeah. We're like... What's the deal you with sure that? He's an impersonator. Yeah. No, 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 because he's from New York, and apparently he's known. So I was like, I went to deal. I was like, what's the deal with that guy? He's like, oh, he's a Cat Williams impersonator. It was, a, a, it was the funniest guy. It was so bad. And once I realized that's who he was trying to go off at, it was just he was horrible. Who you got at three? Man, I got Dave Chappelle. Oh, okay. Dave Chappelle definitely uh, a legend in uh, Sesame Street, of course. Yeah. His, his classic. Um, the Chappelle yeah, show was great too. Chappelle show was phenomenal, but I'm, I'm not even including that. But that special with DC, with yeah, where did Sesame Street tore it up? Um, tore it up. Number two, I probably have the most, probably the most popular comedian. He just hosted, uh, just hosted the roast of Justin Bieber, which for anybody who didn't see, really funny, really funny. Um, Kevin Hart, you know. Great host, great comedian, great movies. I really want to see that new movie he made with Will Ferrell, Get Hard. Getting killed. Really? I don't care. They're both so funny. I think I think it looks. It looks My number good. two is also Kevin Hart. Okay, there you go. So it's another match. Uh, you have anything to add to that? Or just uh, funniest guy in the country today. Actually. Local guy too. Went to Northeast High. Like I know. Me. I know a bunch of people know. Um, say he's a really good guy. Uh, yeah, he does a lot of charity work. Few people are bitter because uh, once he got famous, apparently. I'm talking to them, but you know, they're yeah. people who knew him from like when he played basketball for Northeast and stuff. Oh, he played basketball for there? Yeah, yeah, it's a small guy. That's why he yeah. does, does so well with MTV stuff. Well, he doesn't play well, he just does well for funny. No, he, he was a really good player. He was all, all right. right. And number one, I I got Dave Chappelle. I think his he's the funniest. I, his stand ups have me cracking up. Um, Matt had him at three, I have him at one. You know. My number one all time is, is George Carlin. Um, seven dirty words you can't use. And, and I was really okay. Seven words you can't use on the radio. Um, just he's, he's absolutely classic. Well, we that open back to the topic of debate of should we be able to curse on the show? If, if the viewers vote yes, then Matt will be on the air. And I will not. I will not say the seven dirty. I'll get a clip. Even if they say yes, I'll get a viewer. I'll get a clip. Um, if you guys want to hear, vote yes. But anyway, um, we have to say my other honorable mention is Chris Rock. You absolutely. Oh yeah, Chris Rock's good. Um, I have an honorable mention. I don't even know if he's funny, like his stand-up. 
Oh, actually, he is. I've seen one of his stand-up on HBO. That's not a good way to no, introduce well, uh, <laughs> your honorable mention. I don't know if he's funny. Well, he's but... funny. I've seen one of his stand-ups. It was pretty good. When I went to... Uh, no, no. I went through this thing years ago, and I went a couple times. Let me just say who's not funny. Bob Saget. That dude is not funny at all. He, he tries way too hard. He tries hard with the cursing. See, if, if a curse comes out naturally, you know, by accident, whatever, it's okay. He just goes overboard with it. He's just not funny. He was better in full health. Um, but the guy I want to mention, I forgot what it was. It was like Opie and Anthony's like comedy show. Whatever. Charlie Myers. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it was. Opie and Charlie um, Myers. Autographs. So, you know, in, in uh, I guess, traditional. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let, me just, let me finish. Find out. So I'm just building the anticipation. Patrice O'Neill? So I'm building the anticipation. So in, in typical Philly fashion, I guess, you know, a lot of people are drunk, a lot of people are high, a lot of people are just Oh, Bill Burr. And, and everybody is booing every single comedian who comes out. And then finally, they yeah, Bill Burr comes out, and everybody starts booing him, and he just goes on a rant about hating Philadelphia All right, and that, 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 wiping that, Rocky's demand, and, and the Phillies look like candy, some striped. Right. people or whatever. That, that was a great rant. I'll that, but, um, it was hilarious. I was cracking up. And at the end, he got a standing ovation. Well, yeah, well, I, I was at that show. First off, they didn't boo everyone. They booed Schubert who sucked. Jimmy oh, Schubert. Uh, Jimmy Schubert. It was horrible. I like booed, Amy Schubert. They booed, they booed Dom Herrera. Do you think she's cute, Amy Schubert? Not so much. They booed Dom Herrera. He's a local guy. Yeah, he is. But he was having an off night. And then... They they booed um they booed uh, Burr because he started talking about like waiting in line at the airport and it just sounded very typical. Yeah, but then he killed it. Right? He did right. kill it and he got hit the crowd with it. He knew how to make him cheer and insult them to make him cheer, and then got him to boo when they took his hat to the seats. And he just he held the crowd in the palm of his hand. He knew exactly which way to do it. It, it. Was, it was it was the most masterful performance I've ever seen. It was great. It, it, was great. it really was. Um, I guess any uh, anything capping off any other sports things going on? That's it, man. Nothing. So we'll watch the Phillies. We'll hope they win a couple games this weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be a short Check show. Check out the final standings in the NBA. Short show today, guys. Only an hour twenty. We, See if anything the, comes up with the Eagles. The show is typically gonna be an hour fifteen to two hours. Um, it just depends on how much is going on. Yeah, it depends on the flow. We're not gonna we're not gonna force the topics, and we're not gonna force the conversation. Yeah, this week is, was really dead. A couple sports. more callers were welcome to call. You know, that'll... Yeah, that, that'll help us out, too. Let's just say one more time. So, for next week, 602-753-1597. Follow us on Twitter at Matt Cisco at Talk with Matt and Gare. That's Talk, W, Matt, letter N, Gare. Try to type in Talk, W, and it'll come up. And, um... See you guys next week. Yeah, keep, uh... Have a great weekend. Enjoy your sports action, and we'll talk to you again soon.